0: face with hard luck
1: face face with hard luck with luck card luck luck
2: good afternoon and welcome to the hard luck show yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm your host steve Lucky, Luciano, certified, qualified West Side. That's right, greatest show on earth where we deliver you a constant flow of bullets. We deliver you a constant flow of heat direct from the street. Today,
0: my co-host on my right is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian here To give another sermon again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And
3: on my left, my sound man, old blue eyes. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional engineer for the Hard Luck show.
2: Yeah beautiful beautiful morning in santa monica california That right you mark oh my god it's so beautiful <sighs> what's that what's sean doing back there
0: that's sean dude he's all about that like electronic
2: electronic masturbation right there
0: oh yeah that's a little bit of uh a... this is what is that it's rubber chicken
3: Cast the rubber uh, chicken That's yeah, what he Listen to that yeah, That's what yeah. he, You know what he does is Because he's got a kid Sean's got
0: He has a He has a He has a He has a, he has a, a Mushroom closet He goes in He's got a closet That he's outfitted With the It's perfectly sealed With the air It's got a vent But it goes outside mm-hmm. So he goes in there When he needs a break From the family And life in general And he goes in there With about a quarter ounce Of weed is and, right. and a quarter ounce of mushrooms, and then he puts this music on, and he just, <laughs>
2: psychedelic, <laughs> crushed
0: velvet posters up. Oh, dude, he goes Lights. fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the only glow thing sticks, sticks. some yeah. glow sticks. He's got huge pants, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes in there and he just trips out, and uh, doesn't come out eats for a, a bunch, few days. Eats a bunch of power bars and everything. Mm-hmm. His wife doesn't even notice he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: what's up so what's what? up man what we got today we're at uh pyfc big shout out to the pico youth and family center that's right the recording studio here today yeah what kind of bag is that over there that you got by your computer is that it is that one of the ones you got for me what this right that pouch here? right there, yeah.
0: That's not mine. Oh, Whose okay. is that? What is that? I don't know. It's so a fanny a pack. Turn that thing over. there little fanny. Back.
2: Back. Oh, okay. It's a fila one. I thought it was fanny one of those. Pack.
0: Open it up. Whose okay. is that? No, I'm no, don't gonna open it up. Open wrong. it up. Open that thing
2: up. Don't open that thing. Open
0: it. Give it to me. Yeah. Give it to me. You might find something. I'm just curious. You might not want to look at. That's all right. I'm shit. You talk about my life every day. Don't touch anything in there. I'm not. First of all, let me just smell this bag. What does it smell like? Like the sticky, icky, and ass. Yeah. And
2: ass. <laughs> it does. It smells it's like yeah. that. There's good weed and a dildo in there.
0: Dude, there's a, there's a bunch of pill bottles in here that ain't the right color. <laughs> you know what <laughs> like I mean? Green? You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, one is bright orange. It, it looked like a shotgun shell. And then there's a couple of green um, prescription bottles in here. Yeah. That's in that California. A, and, then a, and then a package of, it uh, looked like Emergencies.
3: <laughs> all right. I don't right, know who's someone's sick and, and you're, you're diving. Oh into my brain. God. They're medicine. It smells like, it smells it?
0: like weed and, and, and B.O. Oh yeah, man. That's,
2: that's right. We'll
0: put that back. That's okay. the weed bag. Yeah. You okay. know what? Just put that in the middle of the table and set it on fire. I, w- I don't even, if that was me, I wouldn't even left my shit out real like real that. Real quick. What's going on, man? Dude.
2: So it's on the agenda boss.
0: Well, first of all, let me ask you this. Um, What'd you think of the Lepke shows? Like, did you guys get a chance to review those? We got a huge reaction on two shows. We got a huge reaction on, on Lepke One or Lepke Two, whatever that was, on Monday, last Monday. Lepki four. Lepki fourteen thousand, if you really want to know. Huh. People don't know, we've got the lost Lepke tapes.
3: We do have a a whole one that we just never put up.
0: We've got lost Lepke tapes
3: that are, we've buried them under the house. We've
2: got them buried next to Jimmy Hoffa's head.
3: Right. Right. Not to mention we have another one that's called, that we were floating around that was called Toctagon. Right. And we have one with him on that. Right.
2: Well, I'll tell you this much. Um, I got so many emails, so many messages, so many texts, so many dms on the north hollywood shootout show did you i mean i mean yeah it was coming out of the woodwork a lot what, of people got what it.
0: were they what, so what were they saying
2: everybody it was there was no negative it was all positive people Man, were we doing raving they were throwing other show ideas they were they were actually asking uh you know i got about four or five people Go that ahead. directly asked me about a couple different things they said listen what do you you know i'd love to hear you guys' take on the L.A. Riots in 92. Yeah. was a bunch of that. I got like four or
0: five. Did you get some of those? I got some of those. Uh-huh. I got uh, some people asking about the crash scandal, the Ramparts.
2: Ramp- I got I got a couple of the Rampart things, too.
0: Right. And then, yeah. of course, you know, Riley and I, if you remember, and, and you, I don't know if Sean was there, Simon and Sean, but Riley, remember at the end, Riley started getting yeah. into O.J.? Yep. And we got yep. deep into O.J., and I got a couple mm. people asking me about O.J. Yep. So, uh, dude, I was thinking like, you know, as part of what we do here, because listen, part of the mission of the show is to kind of preserve West Side culture, preserve Los Angeles. Absolutely. Right.
2: Absolutely, bro.
0: And I would say that a lot of that um, goes to. Uh, I would say like a lot of crimes or major events listen, that
2: happened here. Absolutely, listen. This is a show that preserves, and yes, we are from the West Side. Absolutely, but this show is about preserving Los Angeles in general. You know, right? The history of Los Angeles. You know, right? And LA County, and and listen, you know, I'm not cutting anybody out, listeners. If you're listening right now. This is a worldwide show. This is a global thing. But we are definitely part of this show is about to preserve the history and the roots and the culture of Los Angeles.
0: Well, and the reason why that's important, like let's not let's not put too fine a point on it. Part of the reason why it's important is because quite frankly, a lot of the styles and music, right, that people around the world, the globe, listen to. They either adopt, they mimic, or even add their own little piece to it, right? Right? Comes from Los Angeles. And so we're preserving, like, the reason why it's global is that we're preserving a major cultural influence globally.
2: Yes, not only in music, in fashion, culture. Right. All of it. Art. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So, it, it, you know, so they got a place that's called Fort Knox. If you've ever heard of Fort Knox, right, where all the gold in the United States is stored in this place called Fort Knox. All right. Well, all the cultural gold, right, that's stored, it's stored in Los Angeles. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. And it would make sense because Los Angeles is probably one of the biggest, most diverse, most money infused. I mean, look. Nothing from nothing. If you really want to get serious and stop playing games, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And looking cross-eyed at yourself in the mirror. Speak on that. All right. So, you know, a lot of these tech companies started up in Washington. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them started up in Northern Cali. Yes. Okay. But where, when they finally got their money, are they ending up?
2: Right on the right on the coastline, yeah. down, down in Southern in, California.
0: That's it, baby. Yes, so when absolutely. you can afford it, you want more of it. So you come down and don't make a chore of it. You know what I'm saying? That's right.
2: <laughs> if you're confused at all, you can just go to LAX, right. which is Los Angeles International Airport. Right. And you can just watch people landing and coming into this city. Right. Nonstop. Right. Boatload. Plane load, they're just coming.
0: And you know what's crazy about it is, is we try to fucking keep them out. We like set shit on fire. The earthquakes weren't enough. Nope. We would set off these earthquakes because we're like, maybe these, maybe these fucking people will go back where they came from. We set up some earthquakes and then we're like, nope. So let's set some fires, right.
2: carjackings, High right. home prices, invasions, right. High rent, exactly. Drive-bys. Yeah. none of that shit's keeping anybody.
0: Nah, it attracts them it yep. brings them in yeah, yeah, I yeah. got friends who want me to take them down to Compton that's right and then yeah. they're all depressed when they see hipsters down there <laughs> they, I'm not kidding I got people who are like you know they're still you know they're 45 year old dudes now right so they, yeah. in their in their mind they got menace to society yeah. right yeah, in their yeah, mind they yeah, got yeah. Yeah, they got boys, boys in, the in the hood the all that. they want
3: right. to get shot
0: at right 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 yeah. Right. Well, they don't want to die but they want to get the t-shirt after they <laughs> d- dodged the bullet right Right. so then they come in from out of town so and they, actually we should that that's Actually a great idea
2: to set up a tour yes. <laughs> where like you bring them on the little bus and then like gang members yeah. start chasing <laughs> down the <Start> bus shooting <laughs> you have like a guy that's like a stunt guy right he gets yeah. pulled from the bus right, right? right Beating, like right. kind of like Reginald Denny right. he's getting beat up right, by a bunch right. of dudes no, that's and amazing. then there's some shootings but they're shooting blanks but the, they, the tourists don't a know that a million dollar idea a couple, right. a couple right. windows blow out and explode and then they really feel like they've been through
1: <laughs> a real true
2: LA t- urban tour you know I, I what I mean I've survived an and
0: tour. at the very end we sell them shirts and hats and mugs. You know what, you know what that's a great that's, awesome. that's a great idea so we could, Because, you know, if you've ever seen, they've got those duck tours, right? Yeah. When you go to other cities, you get on, or the double-decker bus tour. Yeah, yeah, right, totally. right. And so, no, that's great idea. And what we do is they, they land the plane, they come in, we get them on the, just like you said. And not only do you do all the things you said, but, you know, they get off and they get kind of, like, smacked around by a Latino to get jumped <laughs> into a gang, right? And then next in line, you got a guy with, like, one of those, like, stick-on tattoos, you know? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah, gets yeah, their yeah. own name, you know what yeah, I mean, where do you want
2: to be from the east side? <laughs> you want yeah, and
0: yeah, you know what they should do? If you really want to get crazy, you know how they do civil war reenactments. Yeah, yeah. we should do like Crip blood, whatever reenactments. <laughs> with like, and, then, and then we could even celebrate like an old uh, Crip. Yeah. Be like, this year is Little Pookie. He was he's 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 very old. He survived a lot. He's 32. And yeah. he's like one of the oldest surviving men. He was there at the battle of fucking Selmar and Las Palmas. Right, 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 right. right, right. Dude, right.
3: German tourists would eat this up. Uh, yeah.
0: Japanese tourists oh, yeah. would eat this up. Did I ever tell you the story about my friend who looks just like John Muir? He's not my friend, he's my aunt's friend. You met her Aunt Sherry, who like came and gave you a bunch oh, of Oh yeah, like, cookies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's Jan. Jan's oh. the cookie. Sherry's the one that oh, looks yeah. at the, at the the, at the shower yeah. yeah yeah yeah, dance with her oh sh- oh my god you made yeah. her fucking decade yeah. let me yeah. tell you she's gonna go to the grave a happy woman <laughs> <Yeah>. everything <laughs> yeah. on her body was smiling. About yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. smiling yeah oh smiling everywhere my friend got smiling picture of you on the wall <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> she's all about buddhism like and compassion but she wants to do a little dance with, <laughs> with steve luciano if you know I what i like it like. that's it. all right that i approve she's you know like, over 70 so whatever she wants she gets now look at uh Dude, she's got a friend that looks just like John Muir. And this guy actually takes pictures just like John Muir. He's got a beard just like John Muir. <laughs> His name is Howard Weimer. And he he's a state ranger like up in Yosemite oh, no shit. for like 40 years. Yeah. Mm. All right, so this is like the real deal guy. Like he's not just some idiot. Right. So he's up there and he doesn't even care. Anyway, people who were doing a documentary on John Muir's life, yeah. They saw him because they were in the Yosemite location. He looks just like him, right. and they go, "Hey, how would you like to be in it?" Yeah. And Howard Weimer is like one of these guys. that's like, "Oh, I'm always on the other side of the camera." And they're like, "Look, you're not even going to say anything, Nudnik. You just all we need you is to have the beard and to like yell, and then the voice narration will explain what's going on." <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, so he agrees to it finally, right? Mm-hmm. So he's doing it on the shoot one day, whatever, and he's he's dressed in the in the garb of the day, and he's yeah, in the yeah. preserved <laughs> cabin. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so then so then. So they they do that scene and then they're going to go to another location in Yosemite at like the top of this or that, a half dome, I don't know where. And they're like, do you want to ride to the next location? And Howard Weimer's one of these fucking hiking fools, right? All he wants to do is hike. His fucking feet look like gnarled tree branches from hiking. (laughs) So he goes, no, 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 I'll walk. All Mm. right. So this guy, right, this park ranger Yosemite starts walking through the woods and he knows special little trails and he emerges into a parking lot. And in the parking lot are like twenty Japanese tour buses, mm. right? And they're there at Yosemite with their cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they see a guy that looks just like John Muir. In, in the garb in the garb walk out. And he said he got fucking like it was like a riot. He said they all ran down and they yeah. thought it was part of the park. Like Disneyland has Mickey Mouse. Right, well, right, Yosemite right. has a John Muir lookalike. Yeah. And he couldn't get out of there to make it to the next thing because everyone wanted a picture it. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. So I yeah. would have been telling him twenty dollars to take
3: a picture with. Right. Him. Right. You know? Yeah, like the guys on on Hollywood. How, Howard
0: Weimer legitimately is one of those guys. I don't even think like that. He's like trying to figure out where the next oat brand muffin is. Like yeah. he's not even <laughs> thinking about making money. You know what I mean? Which is probably another reason why they chose him for that for that <laughs> gig. I
2: was looking. You know, the other day we had a meeting. Me and Truma had a meeting up on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. We had to take right. So we're there, and we're (laughs) in a place. We're at the Pig and Whistle, actually. The Pig and Whistle has huge windows. You can sit down inside and see Hollywood Boulevard and all the people walking by. So I'm stepping out every now and then. This this was uh, this was uh, two weeks ago when I used to smoke cigarettes, and I was out there. Two
0: weeks. Oh shit! Go out there and take a little cigarette. Wait, 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 wait. wait. How long you got off cigarettes? Maybe like a week. Yes. All right, keep going. So I go
2: outside to have a cigarette and a bunch of Disney characters walk by me. Yeah. And these are just... Bootleg-ass Disney but, <laughs> Right, dog. So I see this one one guy. He's got like... He's just like dressed in basically normal clothes and he's got a Mickey Mouse head, on. head yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> he's like a tweaker with like a <laughs> Mickey Mouse head, bro. All right? And he, and I see this guy and he walks by me and in between... And I'm in the middle of the block. From the point that he walks by me, which is midway through the block to the corner of the block, I'm watching this guy. This guy stopped and took pictures with like seven, eight families. Damn. I saw him make like $100, $150 in a matter of 100 feet. And I started thinking to myself,
3: Dude, it's a gig, right? I need to go get fucking like Tarzan outfit or some <laughs> a shit. Batman know. costume? Yeah, movie.
2: man. These it was crazy, man. <laughs> You're like, like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, man. This, this guy just fucking
0: put on a fucking Disney mask and watch that he stole. That he exactly, stole. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's exactly. walking around in regular. What family's taking pictures with him? Everybody. They were in line to try to take pictures All with him. All them this guy.
3: German families, man. And, oh. yeah, but and like, how do you family? not
0: how do you not know that he's got hepatitis or how do you <laughs> yeah, not yeah, see yeah. the yeah. you know what I mean? And it's not like there's not a plethora of of them down there. So it's like, how do you Is it the cheap dads? Like, is it cheap dads? Do you know what I mean? There's like there's the dad that's gonna be like A full costumed Mickey Mouse, Uh right? That's thirty dollars. If you want a picture with the full costume or the tweaker with just the mask, is five bucks, (laughs) right? And the and the cheap guy's like, "Hey, get over here!" And and the kids are crying. Hold
2: hold his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can only work about. Up to about 20 bucks and then he's gone. Yeah. it works up enough to get yeah. a bag and then he's <laughs> out of there. You know what I'm saying? My
3: kid just took a picture with a bootleg. Uh, are, you a, are you a bootleg cheap? Batman? Yeah. Bootleg, at, down at the uh, pier, San Diego yeah. Pier. Yeah, and my my wife was like, "Take a picture." I was like, "No, no, I don't want to pay this this fucking guy. It looks like he fucking went to the junkyard and put together fucking Batman costume. Right, right, right. He's got like zip ties fucking hanging off his fucking sleeve yeah. and shit. And hey, look, there's little coit. There's there's Sean, and dude. So my kids Taking like, pictures. I
0: don't know.
2: <laughs> I yeah, he was even sketched out. Now. Yeah, he's like, and my hey, wife was really like, "Oh
3: yeah, get in there." And I'm like, <laughs>
2: he doesn't want to. <laughs> you know what the real story is? What? There was the real Batman on the pier.
1: And that guy was like $30. Yeah, exactly.
2: And Sean was like, like no, 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 no. We're walking down to Venice. Because no. I know we can find another Batman for cheaper. No, yeah, you know what? sure enough.
0: You're getting some guy out of the
2: alley. He's got fucking just the Batman head on. He's like, five bucks. I'll do a whole photo shoot with you guys.
0: Actually, that is the story, except it's not Sean. It's his wife. Sean and and Quit, they wanted the real Batman. They were like, look at that. That's a real good Batman. 30 bucks. And his wife was like, nah, look at that guy that looked like he just came out of a garage.
3: The fact is that my wife doesn't know that you're supposed to give them money at all. Oh, she thought it was just... (laughs) She thought it was just free. <laughs> They're just coming down there to
2: wear and I, and costumes the in the gig. heat all day. I knew
3: the gig, so I, I just gave him like two bucks. Right, right, right. Donation. He, he, probably Donation. Fucking, Donation. Fucking, yeah. he
0: probably fucking spat on your name after you left. He's like, two bucks, cheap motherfucker. What? I
2: saw, look, at. remember when Stallone came out with this movie where he's, again, like killing everybody to save his family? Yeah, it like, was about six months ago or something, right? What? What? Wait A did, Rambo movie Yeah it was like The the Rambo 10th Rambo Yeah 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 The yeah, 10th Rambo right. So I was up on I was I was driving by Hollywood and I'm at a stoplight And I see this Fucking dude Looks like about He looks like A 40 year old Stallone Yeah And he's got The thing tied on his head The big honey <laughs> No shit! I had a line. Where was this? At? He, this was on Hollywood Boulevard. I was at a stoplight. <laughs> this guy had a line of people, bro. No and screw. he looked just like Stallone, bro. And he was moving his mouth around like Gumby all sideways, like you know. <laughs> it's,
0: like, hey, it's it's over, Johnny. Yeah, dude. And he had a Nothing line of over. people. Nothing's everybody, over. you catch him? Shut it off. Nah, it's over, Johnny.
2: Man, and it was Nothing's like there was over. no Stallone lookalikes up there. There must have not been any, bro, because yeah. this guy had a line
0: of families and people. Shirt sure huh? off shirt off yeah
2: yeah this yeah. fucking funny
0: man i was like god damn that is that's fucking hilarious if, in case you're wondering what we're asking it's over johnny <laughs> it's over nothing is over <laughs> <laughs> quite literally because now we're into like rambo 12 that's the fucking right. thing nothing won't is die over. nothing Nothing's is over, over. <laughs> nothing anyway um so speaking of nothing is over right speaking of nothing is over um The L.A. Riots... 1992. Right. You got to actually put a year on it because there's actually been multiple riots in LA and other kinds of cr- crimes which we will be bringing to you over time doing deep dives. But right now we're going to focus on 1992, 92, April 29th, yes. 1992.
3: Rodney King related?
0: Yes. This is that's what that's
2: what sparked it. This is it was sparked by the outcome of the Rodney King trial, you know. Four LAPD officers were found not guilty. They're cleared of all uh, charges charges and you got to remember now this is april 29th of 1992 that uh, this kicks off these uh the outcome of this trial comes and 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 these officers are acquitted of the charges now you got to remember this is coming from rodney king rodney king roughly a year prior march 3rd of 91 was when he got beaten and
0: recorded uh, by these four
2: officers. So,
0: well, actually, know, let's let's talk about that for a second. Let's drill down for real quick. So, Rodney King, who always kind of seemed like he had a problem with alcohol and drugs. Yeah. All right, but he wasn't like a violent dude necessarily. Although he was arrested, I think, for robbing a Korean liquor store with a crowbar. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, there's some kind of thing like that. But it wasn't anything But he major. wasn't a
2: big violent crime guy. He and was, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't in
0: of, a gang. No,
2: he was a, more of a drug addict, alcoholic.
0: Right. right. And so then he, the night, so what happens is, right, the, the night, it's four officers get charged with hitting him, but there's actually 25 officers that were involved, that are involved, including right. choppers. Right. And they're just standing there. And I went, okay, so, and I went back, dude, and looked at the video. So what happens is- rodney is with them somebody or something like that they're watching some kind of game they're drinking they're fucked up he's on probation for that crime that i just mentioned Mm -hmm. so he's driving and and he he probably was drunk i think and i think they did tests afterwards Mm -hmm. and he was drunk so he's sitting there and he's driving and this these cops come up and they and he's speeding so they're going to get him for speeding or something like that And these cops are LAPD officers. And then the weird thing about the LAPD officers that first uh, start following them is, is that they're both on duty Mm -hmm. and they're married to each other. What? Hmm. The cops are married to each other. It's a husband and wife, partners in the police, in the patrol car, partners in life.
3: Hmm. All right, that's just a weird fact. Sticking together. Yeah.
0: I mean, who knows? Handcuffing each other in the cop car. Well, who knows what's going on? Yeah, yeah, So anyway, so they start following, and they turn on their lights. Rodney, because he's on probation, says fuck it and leads them on a high-speed chase. Got it. Right? So they're on a high-speed chase with Rodney King for I don't know how long. One second. Go
3: ahead. Because of the third strike law?
2: No. No. This is, he just knows he's going to jail because he's on probation. Right, And And He's drunk and...
3: And his oh, ex, and he's drunk. And, he's okay. drunk. Yeah,
0: yeah. and his ex wife's, uh, or
2: I'd been drinking. We should say
0: right. Although I think they did test him after they after they took him out of the hospital.
2: Right, he was legally drunk. Well, yeah, they wanted to get everything they could on. Of him.
0: course, yeah. it was going to be like anyway. So they, uh, so he's racing to get to his ex wife's dad's house, who was a retired LAPD. So he's thinking, I'm going to get there, there. Right. right? And then they're going to cool the cops out and everything's going to be fine. Right. And then. Um,
2: <laughs> I must have been drunk thinking like that. That's real <laughs> drunk.
0: Yeah. So eventually the cops stop him and they bring in and they call in and all this backup and all these other cops come in because it's a high speed thing. And eventually they corner him. And then he comes out. And I, I mean, have you seen the. When was the last yeah. time you saw the video? Uh,
2: I watched a little bit of it uh, night before last.
0: Right. And what did you see?
2: I saw the manhandling him. Like, what did they do? Pulling him out. Not really giving him a chance to cooperate. Um, I think they start manhandling him, and that's when he begins to resist. Uh, You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Before he has a chance to, they start manhandling him, and he starts responding to that, and that's where I think they start with the whole resist thing but I don't see him overly resisting or overly doing
0: anything threatening. Anything that would justify... Right. That would justify... Anything that would justify... I don't know. I'm trying to do sound effects while we're doing it. It's not working. That was supposed to be beating up sound effects, but that was like cartoon because you hear like cats and bullshit in there. (sighs) So anything that would... When I watch it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, there's swinging nightsticks. Yeah right they're swinging and it's Full like on. multiple officers and he's like already on the ground yep and it's and not they're
2: swinging with bad intentions bro
0: with both hands
2: yep like baseball bats
0: and i mean it's brutal like no matter how much now cuz like in the, in my mind now i remember looking back and thinking like before i rewatched the videos i was like you know what It probably wasn't as bad, I you know, I don't know. It's a it's a tough job being a cop. They're dealing with fucking PCP guys and blah blah. Then you go and you watch it and you're like, no, that's bad.
2: It's it's ridiculous. It was crazy. I'm, I'm actually surprised that that guy
3: lives through that everybody is yeah. and if you look at the if you look he's at almost the, motionless and they're still beating him. yeah right
0: and yeah. he's like on the ground uh. and the 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 officers are standing up squatting swinging with both hands and he's just rolling around
3: it's almost yeah. like they're egging each other on too.
0: and do you know what uh he recently died
3: right yeah. Yeah. at yeah. the
0: bottom of a pool yes. and he was had drugs alcohol yeah. and everything and he drowned or whatever and i read some some experts said that people who suffer from concussions Right, yeah. They do wind up like this. They do wind up uh, whatever. Like guys in the NFL who get hit in the head, even though they got those helmets on. He had no helmet on this weekend. Have you ever? Have you ever been hit, Steve? Have you ever been hit with a nightstick?
2: Uh, I haven't been hit with a nightstick before. Not not in the head. I've been hit. I've been hit with a flashlight and a nightstick in the body.
0: Oh,
1: okay. So like where in the body?
2: Um, the back, the shoulder, uh, the buttocks, the leg, the knee. All in there with flashlights and Billy Club.
0: And what does that feel like?
2: Well, it leaves these huge fucking. Well, um, not welts, um Contusions, bruises. Like I got hit on the arm, and it looked like my arm was broken because Damn. the contusion Swollen. was It like lumped up. You know what <laughs> oh I'm saying? Oh my god! But then it would go down after a day. But it looked like right when it happened. Oh shit! They broke my arm. They used to give you flashlight therapy in uh, the L.A. County Jail, and a couple times they got in trouble for some shit, you know. And the 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 sheriffs would just grab your ass and pull you into an empty cell, and they usually had flashlights, long flashlights, those long crack, metal ones. Yeah, and they yeah, crack you a few times. Lights. So I got, I got some of that, and then um, uh, I got into it uh, at uh, at the Civic Auditorium when uh, NWA and Public Enemy played, and there was a fucking. It got a little bit out of control. And I they had like- some cops in there with billy clubs, and they were they were beating me in about. 20 other guys out the door. Shit. We got hit with uh, billy clubs that time.
0: Damn.
2: Yeah, but mainly it was uh, L.A. County Jail. A couple times I received some flashlight therapy.
0: Yeah, and so, I mean, that shit just hurts. Yeah. There's no oh, way to, is there any way to prepare no, for bro, it?
2: No, you got some big old fucking juiced up fucking sheriff. Yeah. And his, and his two buddies beating you with a fucking flashlight you know right but they were just making sure they didn't hit you in the face of the head right so that there were no charges coming back you know what i'm saying
0: right of course and uh, so this thing with rodney king when you look at his his hospital crazy. image right yeah. after it he's got like his eyes are red yeah,
2: busted his eye sockets and exactly
0: all that shit, he's yeah. got huge lumps on his head mm-hmm. he's i mean he's beat he was up. taking
2: him to the face
0: yeah he was taking him to the face and he's real jacked up right all right so they do that now look that's like 25 officers that are, are 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 involved and around there's just one there's just one guy that's super there's just one cop that's supervising and exactly and you want to know something that we got to remember too is at the
2: time Damn, he's at, fucked. Up, at man. the time it's chief daryl gates he's right. the chief of police okay? that's right chief daryl gates on the news he reviews
0: the footage And you know what he says? I know exactly what he says. What does he say? He says, thank God we had the the spotlights from the choppers above, so it was good lighting when they were beating him.
2: Okay. He said that, but he also said, (laughs) those look like, that looks like assault with a deadly weapon that those officers are going to be charged with. Oh,
0: would they get charged with? Yeah, but that was after the fact. Do you want to know why he said that? So what happens is somebody at another dinner he's at a dinner with like leadership in the city or something like that and somebody caught him on camera reviewing the footage of the rodney king thing and if you see you can see the lights from the chopper from him down and so daryl gates joking says thank god we have good lighting from the from the the coppers that's like re- the choppers Those are, that's really great lighting and they all kind of laugh mm. that video is what sets up it gets his ass in trouble and the studio starts to get inflamed and Whoa. then he's like well that." then he takes another attack but behind the scenes
2: okay I didn't Gates, know that
0: Gates is a super I mean first of all and, and it, 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 look I know some people are gonna be like hey
3: is that Rodney look, King yeah, yeah wow. look at it he
0: looks crazy right there yeah. you
3: just think like if you watch the video they never hit his face so somehow, these are the ones that did hit his face. His face is jacked. Well, I mean, jacked. think of his, what his legs look like. Yeah.
0: Dude, check this out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Legs? Fucking dude, oh, fucking ripped walked out yeah, of yeah, there. Yeah. He was yeah. all fucked up. Dude, <laughs> he couldn't walk, walk out of there. No. He out, yeah. out of there. Yeah, they had a gurney him. They had, and listen to this. And, and you know, this is a point that we kind of forget right now, right? Cops have like all these body cameras and we got cell phones. That was a camcorder. Right, and that—that's one from across that, the street. From across the street, that's somebody with a camcorder, like a chunky seven-pound camcorder that you know that you had to press the button and a giant fucking cassette would come yeah, out. Right, yeah. all right. It was that, right? So think about this: how many of those beatings oh, sure. never oh, got recorded, come on, bro? Come on, a million.
2: how many? Well, this was the this was why everybody was so ecstatic about that video camera because this is this has been going on man this is this is, this is, this is a regular this I, i'm gonna tell you right now this is a, was a regular occurrence i'm not trying to paint all cops right, bad right i'm being clear i don't care for law enforcement any form of it okay we already know that right and i'm not painting all the cops bad but i'm gonna tell you that's a regular occurrence from where i come from and what i've seen in life plenty of beatings there were just no fucking flip
0: phones and cameras out like today. Right. You know? Well, so I mean in in the history of the LAPD, right, uh has been one that it has been entirely corrupt and racist.
2: Listen, l- let me be very clear right now when I tell you that. I saw that video when the whatever, but I wasn't in awe of that video. Like I was like, "Oh yeah, they they're, they're hitting them a lot." But it wasn't something that I had it wasn't not the seen the worst
3: thing you've ever heard of.
2: No, and it wasn't something, it wasn't like uh, miraculous, like I hadn't seen this before. I had seen that shit go down, I experienced some of that stuff, not to that extent, but I had certainly seen cops beat up people, pulled out of their car numerous, more times than I can count.
0: So, and the thing about this is, is that, uh, to really put it into context, I can't remember, there's a documentary out there about the 92 riots um, that this director, John Hidley, he, John Hit Ridley, but it's not Ridley Scott. You think right. it is, but it's not. I thought, I'm like, oh, but it's not. It's John Ridley. He puts out this documentary, and um, in it, one of the officers says, and I think he might have been one of the officers not charged, but was there at the time. mm mm-hmm. As he's speaking, that guy, that cop says, by the way, that's actually not that bad of a beating. I've seen, I, I've seen, go. I've seen way worse.
2: There you go. Yeah. And, 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 and he, that's and that guy's telling the truth. I bet.
0: And he said it with a confidence. Like I did not even see anything wrong.
2: Right. There you go.
0: Right. I'm not even seeing anything wrong. He wasn't right even that.
2: pausing or holding back when you said it. Right. Matter of fact, matter of factly.
0: Yeah. And so check this out. So just, just to give you a little bit of context too. Right. So. The LAPD had employed African-American, black, whatever, officers since 1886, but it's not until 1969 that any one of them was promoted into a command position, okay? Mm -hmm. From 86 to 69. And if you really know LAPD's history, then you know that in the 1920s, Chief Lewis Oaks had been a proud member of the Ku Klux Klan.
2: That's crazy, bro. That's
0: in the 20s. And that's leading up to the 50s. And that should put I mean, dude, I, I listen, uh, I, it, 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 it they would do things at LAPD where they would say, "Fine, we're going to finally, they finally promoted a guy into a command position, but he was never allowed to command white dudes." And this I'm not making what? this up. Right. So he would they would have morning shifts, night shifts, and overnight shifts. All of a sudden, the black commander was in charge only of the overnight shift. All of a sudden, only black dudes were on the overnight shift that's it and it took a long time for it to finally become integrated and even then there was high tensions so that by the time you get to the rodney king thing right you've got kind of like a a a a boiler going which you already have in la anyway and it's and it's throughout the not only law enforcement but the judicial system
2: right i mean listen let me just say this to you guys okay and, and we're I'm just saying this as friends. Let me ask you. How much sense does it make to put, to have the Rodney King trial going on and have no black jurors? How does that zero work? Sense. Zero how does, sense. explain to me how that works. I it's mean, crazy, right? It, there was no black jurors on that in that
0: trial. Zero so what, black jurors? Zero. When did, Sean, look up. When did OJ go down? When did his trial go? Right. So zero. And it's I think they held they held the they held, the, they well, held it up in at, Ventura. They did. They took it out of LA because of all the heat in the press. Right.
3: Right. So, and And they I, were
0: showing that video on the news. Now, you got to remember it's also there's no internet.
3: It's right? 95 October 2nd.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so this goes down in 92. So, you can see by 95 when they do OJ and everyone's wondering, why did they move OJ's case? downtown uh, to la and then why did they have almost only black jurors on there and why did Marsha clark not kick anyone off yep, yep, you can yep, see yep. it's probably because what set the riots off in 92 was the fact that the those white police officers that beat the shit out of rodney king and i'm not saying he's a hero i'm not saying rodney king's a hero right i'm just saying the police are officers and they're professionals yeah right and they're paid by the people's money and they're entrusted right and this is another point I want to make because I was listening to lots of different podcasts on this subject all of which are terrible I gotta tell you sean remind me we need to go back i, I want to ask you who you think like i want to listen to some podcasts and compare it to this one because i was like i'm listening to other podcasts i'm like how's anyone listen to this yeah and man like, this fucking they got ins- fake followers too. young turks and all yeah, this shit man, i'm like this man, shit man. sucks i'm sorry it just sucks shit. major fucking donkey fucking butthole yeah, anyway but the point <laughs> is 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 so uh what was the point i was making sean what was i saying you're saying
3: uh, about the uh, the OJ
2: trial and the why jersey. they didn't kick anybody out. Oh, oh,
0: so so what I was saying is is that like the a common approach is, yeah, but you know these are officers and they're obviously dealing with like a crazy criminal element and it's really you know we can't come down too hard on them because we want them to do their job. But what I was saying is is like it's not true. These guys would go through uh, LAPD training and they're paid. And they're professional, right? Like they're not the kind of people. So they're supposed to be in control of situations. Right, right. All right. Right. And so when you look at that video and you see four officers beating the shit out of one guy that's on the ground. It
3: poses zero threat.
0: Poses zero threat. You're now out of control. Right. right? You're no longer in control. You're out of control. Now, why does that matter? It's not just the race issue. It's not just the fact that it's not fair or whatever you want to call it. But how much money eventually, like when it's all said and done and the whole thing shakes loose, how much money did that action by those out-of-control officers cause the city and ultimately mm-hmm. the taxpayers? Mm-hmm.
2: Right, That's, Millions and millions
1: of
0: dollars. And Dude, imagine if a, a fraction of that money that you paid out in the lawsuits and all this bullshit, which are legitimate. I'm not, they're not even illegitimate. They're legitimate lawsuits. You take that money... And you put it into hiring and training, right? Even Com- at a better level, a law
2: enforcement, community relationships, and all that type of stuff,
0: right? And mm-hmm. so clearly, somewhere in the command in the L- in the LA vibe or the the power structure, somewhere in there, they don't want a prof- They don't want it too professional. I mean, listen,
2: Chief Daryl Gates and Mayor Tom Bradley, uh huh, did not speak for two years prior to the riots did not speak how it, does the chief of police and the mayor of los angeles have no communication and expect to get anywhere
0: i thought it was so that no they couldn't rat on each other no well, i figured i figured uh, i figured might be, i yeah. mean I, let me ask you this how much dirty shit do you think the cops cover up to make the fucking system keep going i can't even imagine right because dude in the 50s it's well known and this is true and i'm like i said like you said there are good cops we had riley, riley was in here he got busted he shook the hands of the detectives that busted him because they did a professional job they did it by playing by the rules he was saying uh they were make in the 50s it was so corrupt lapd was so corrupt Right. According to according to this guy who wrote a book, who was the author for like Rolling Stone and Vanity Fair and all these major publications. He wrote this book that the, the cops made most of their money off of prostitutions. They mm-hmm. would allow the prostitution to happen. They would take a piece of the action. They ran the streets, essentially, is what they did. The majority in the 50s, like in the time when when Trump was like, hey, let's go back to when everything was straight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't straight it wasn't straight at all cops were, cops should have been making most of their money from from their salary and doing the right thing they weren't getting paid a certain amount, and they were out there taking bribes, taking cuts, taking whatever and that was that was the culture it wasn't even I'm sure there was like like l a confidential did you ever see that movie mm-hmm, yeah all right, and you can see there's like one guy or two guys that don't want to get involved in all that, and then there's the rest of the force right they're just doing what everyone's doing so That's what's leading up to Rodney King. Now, I've read some other things that people say that before Rodney King and before the riots, what preps that? What really preps that? Like, if you really want to understand the riots, you have to understand the 1984 LA Olympics. Why? Why? I don't know, do you, do you have a theory? You look like you kind of like started thinking about it for a second, did that make no, sense?
2: No, what I was gonna state was very, what I wanted to make clear was about this um, police officers, um, and I'll speak in, you know, it's probably the US, but in Southern California, LAPD, a lot of these police officers and their, um, their training and their abuse and uh, abuse of force. Do you guys remember the chokehold? You're right incidents in the eighties that yeah. were going down. Right. Yeah. Okay. So my brother. Arrested. You don't. Okay. No. Did
0: you ever see Do the Right Thing? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember how that black dude dies from the cop choking him? Yeah. That's yeah. the chokehold. That's okay. the chokehold. And remember they, they outlawed riot? that. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. And then they outlawed it because there was quite they a. They outlawed people.
2: it because there was a bunch of people dying, a bunch of dudes, a bunch of I don't want to say dudes, men and women dying on the side of the road or whatever in Richard, custody. Richard Pryor has such a funny joke okay. on that. So my brother was killed by a police officer.
3: No shit.
2: Yeah, bro. Your brother? My brother, John, rest in peace, was killed by a police officer in Oceanside. And my and, and he was choked to death. No and shit. my parents couldn't prove it because they claimed they could not find um, uh, any ID or who he was, and they couldn't notify my dad until eight or nine days after he was passed away. And by the time they notified my dad to come identify the body, the body was already decomp- like. No become, autopsy no was going to reveal gonna, any nothing, evidence. Nothing. And they had him covered up from the neck down so he could only identify his face. And my parents, you know, they weren't real savvy. They didn't, you know, and it was the beginning. This is before the chokehold was outlawed. This is in the peak of when all these people are dying, my brother's killed. And they tried Holy to say shit. that he hung himself in a, in a cell with a sheet. That's what they claim. But there was no evidence of sheets. There was nothing. And I'm telling like, you the like, pieces. Uh,
0: that's fucked up. So, so wait a second. Well,
2: what they did know is that he had a fistfight, a confrontation with the police as he was being arrested. And then he winds up dead at the police station.
0: That's fucked up. So the thing is is so that's your brother? Yeah, it's my brother the first John. First time I've ever him Yeah, this. yeah, I don't yeah. talk
2: about it a lot, but this is this is uh this ha- yeah, this happened and I was I How was, old were uh, you? I was 12 years old. How was old was he? John- 21. Was- 21.
0: Fuck. Yeah. And your parents aren't going to be savvy even if they were savvy. Oh man. Hey, dude, that's a, such an emotional thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, it and was it, a total fucking Farce, cover-up, bullshit. I mean, this dude, you know, this dude wasn't going to hang himself in a, in a jail cell room. That was not my brother. Um, but the reports were made that there was a physical confrontation uh, between him and the officers that, uh, that arrested are the, him, who
0: were the witnesses to this confrontation? I don't
2: know. It was written up in the report.
0: The officers, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> so it's it just bullshit. So that, so I want to say that that's a lot of priming. That's stuff that was going, that had been going on, and how many guys didn't die, just got brain damage? How many people were paralyzed? How many people, you know, how many people didn't die but suffered? Uh, consequences to this choke hold or beatings or whatever. So I think that's a lot of priming. But back to now what you're saying about the 80, the, 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 the Olympics. 1984 Olympics. Olympics.
0: Let me just read you from this article. It's pretty fascinating. And you just chime in when you, cause you, you're from Los Angeles. Steve, I was so. at
2: those Olympics at the Coliseum. Get the
0: fuck yeah. out of here. What were What did you see?
2: I got to see, um, shot put. No, I got to see them running. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shopwood. I got to see them running some uh, some races, and it was that one guy. I forget his name. He was the fastest dude in the world back then. Yeah, um, I can't remember his name now, but I got to see him. I got to see him run like a, you know, fucking sprint thing, whatever. Check
0: this out. So the Los Angeles, um, the Olympics were are remembered as a success uh appropriately for the reagan the reagan era Uh, the reagan era which is what primes all of south central la to become what it is reaganomics i mean in iran contra and cocaine and crack right so the reagan era um they were the first privately financed carl lewis
2: carl lewis there you go i got they were the
0: first privately financed olympics in history they ended with an announced surplus of over $200 million and spurned the creation of 70,000 jobs. So so first of all, okay, so think about this. L.A., 1984, privately financed, and they made a $200 million profit, and we're talking 84, 1984 dollars, $200 million profit, all right? But the Olympics weren't glorious for everybody. Gates, Daryl Gates, right, kept calm by expanding his infamous police gang sweeps and keeping entire areas of the city, especially South Central and East L.A., under conditions of military occupation. So think about what's going on. Where were the games held, Steve? Where were those games?
2: At the Coliseum.
0: Which Coliseum? L.A. Coliseum. Uh, USC, okay. right? USC, yes. Okay. Yep. So USC is like right in the heart of now. Where did the riots happen around USC? Yep. South okay. Central. So South Central USC is where the Olympic Games are being held. bunch of private money is lodged into this, and they're like, "We want to make some fucking dough, Ray me off this shit." So they talk to the police, Daryl Gates, and they go, "Look,
2: curfews, all sorts of shit going
0: down." Yeah. They're like, "You better yeah. keep fucking. You better keep. You better keep a lid." On the fucking people Otherwise We don't want to scare off tourists And all these fat Mm -hmm. cats That are going to drop A shit ton of money on us Right And does it Now by the way When I explain that And I read that from the article Does that sound like It's not logical Does that not make sense
3: Makes complete sense
0: Right so politicians, judges conspired. They re- revived old synd- syndic- syndicalist laws to jail masses of black youth through uh, and, and through. The overwhelming members of people arrested were never charged. So they also kept everyone on a curfew. Military and then they brought back these old laws. Arrested tons of black youth, but held they, them, held
2: them during the Olympics,
0: held them, and they were never charged.
2: But they were kept off the street and 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 held while the Olympics were going on.
0: And like you should know that like right before the Olympics happened, Gates was kind of like on thin ice. Like his his ass was on the line. In eighty two, he infamously said that African Americans died under a chokehold used by police officers because the veins or arteries do not open up as fast as they do on normal people. Crazy, bro. What he said that he yeah. said that. That's- no, he no, no. said that, like he openly said that, like, like that's just legit racist. So a lot of people kind of like they love the 80s, but they don't realize is during the 80s of the big, one of the biggest, most cosmopolitan cities in right. the world. Progressive. The, it,
3: it seems like this is the, the biggest, one of the biggest, or I guess I probably the biggest metropolitan c- city on the west coast that's uh that's super progressive
0: right and also diverse and all sorts of stuff yeah so the police chief of that place is openly in a in a scientific objective neutral way saying like yeah black people die in a chokehold because their arteries they don't, they don't know if they're not as good as white people's it's white people won't die though. under a chokehold right. black people will die under a chokehold that's crazy that's man. just wild right so that so his ass was on the line for saying stupid shit like that and, and, and making black people in, LA, in, in Los Angeles already pissed off, right? So then he's, they're like, this is the Olympics. Your ass is on the line. You better make sure there's calm because you just pissed off all the black people by saying that artery now shit.
2: Can you, now, now, imagine how they're doing that with the tourists there for the Olympics. Go ahead. Now, take a portion of that and apply it to Santa Monica tourism and what's going on here. And as the tourism started to grow in Santa Monica... And different things started to happen that would a couple crimes went down. This is why when Oscar de la Torre was talking about the shooting that happened on Lincoln Boulevard at twelve o'clock noon, where a few people were murdered uh the shooting of that German tourist, all this stuff happened in ninety seven and the the police officers they wanted to keep that shut down. They wanted to keep that quiet right and from that point on. They wanted to keep a lid on anything that was going on in Santa Monica. They wanted to get rid of any Chicanos and blacks that were living in Santa They just wanted it because they did not want to subsequently threaten anything that was happening to this huge movement of tourism that was beginning to really take off in Santa Monica. You got to remember, this is also right when the biggest tour attraction went from Disneyland in Anaheim, California to Santa Monica Pier.
0: You know what? That's interesting because that's true because I remember there used to be some reports where the Japanese... And the Germans and the Swiss were starting to put out travel warnings. Like, if yes. you're going to those areas, yes. be careful, don't go here because the, yep. someone got shot, right? And they
2: didn't want that press going out there.
0: And, it, and so Santa Monica. So what you're saying is, is, like it's not that hard to believe that if Daryl Gates is emboldened and empowered to just lock up and suppress some brown people so that tourists can drop their money, it's probably not that unlikely that the, that the city right next to that city their police chief is just going to take a play out of that playbook.
2: And right. they remember, this is the number one tourist attraction in California,
0: and, and, and Santa Monica. Are you guys interested to hear what Richard Pryor has to say about chokeholds? Please, very. <laughs> All right, because I love use out here, though, man. They
1: choke niggas to death. Yeah.
0: That means you be
2: dead when they threw. Right? There you go. Did you know that? Wait, the niggas going, yeah, we know wife of no.
3: Grab your legs, one. Grab your head, it'll snap. Oh shit, he broke. Can you break a nigger? Is it okay? <laughs> Let's check the man. Oh, yep, PJ, you can break a nigger right there. See? Okay. <laughs> Let's drag him downtown. Okay.
2: Bro, I'm telling you, man, this is all coming out right after my brother died. All this, all this
0: type of content,
2: dude. How, People started to talk about it openly.
0: Yeah. How enraged, like, like did you slowly become more and more enraged in terms of like realizing like what happened to your brother was a fucking massive cover up and nobody gave a shit and the city just moved on and nobody
2: like, yeah, just nobody gave a fuck. And I knew it was a cover up because I heard my parents talking and, and I was old enough to watch the news and all the chokehold shit was going down. And, and it was, uh, there was, it was, uh, watching my parents who were just basically, um, powerless to do anything. Just had to eat it and keep moving. But. It's, you know, th- that's, uh, I, I you know, looking back on it now, I think that's a, another seed that was planted in the distrust of law enforcement, in my mind.
0: Right. You know? So that's kind of like what's <clears throat> what's behind everything. So then you get to, you see that video, there's no internet, goes everywhere. Everybody sees it. It's big news. And this is, this is like even kind of like before cable explodes with all the other news channels, there's like five, six major news Organizations and they're just replaying this sucker because it is fucking ratings, bait, son. Like, this is just whatever. So they're rolling that. And as they're rolling all that, then they have this trial up in Ventura which is not even where everything's really going down. They don't have a black person on the jury. They try to, they try to, it's funny because you can hear them in their report. Cause you, they, they're trying to get as close to black as they can. Cause they know they don't have one. So they're like, and there's one guy here who's mixed race. I would yeah, yeah, tell you about a
2: fucked up feeling, bro. I was 30 years old and I was brought to Corcoran prison shoe. Right. And when you get to the shoe, You're already getting wind of what those COs, those corrections officers in the shoe are going to do to you when you get there. And when you get there, a lot of times you're going to catch some, you're going to catch a beating just for showing up to the shoe because you're showing up to the shoe because you did some shit wrong. Right. You're already on the
0: wrong side. These
2: officers, when you come off the bus, all the inmates will tell you when you're on your way up, be careful, bro, because they got something for you. Yeah. When you get there right so we get off the bus and there was a couple of dudes that weren't moving quick enough or correctly and were dragged off the bus right and you get down and you're watching your p's and q's and they were like you're handcuffed you're shackled bro and they're like nose against the fucking they're screaming at you nose against a fucking wall nose against, don't you fucking look over and my face was up against the wall but my nose wasn't touching the wall uh, what are you doing and bro I get picked up by my neck from behind me by an officer that was probably a couple inches taller than me. Straight behind the neck choke, lifting me up off my fucking feet, bro. And I'm completely gaffled, bro. I'm chained. I'm chained. There's nothing I can do. And I remember when this motherfucker was holding me and the oxygen's coming out of me. And I'm like, this motherfucker's going to fucking kill me right now. And there ain't nothing I can do about it. Everybody's gonna sit here and watch. Well, well, fucking. After about fucking ten seconds of fucking holding me in the fucking air, choked, he places me back down. I feel my feet hit the ground, and my blood start to rush. But for a second there, as the fucking you fucking can't breathe, I'm thinking I'm about to go fucking, you know, dark on a motherfucker, and this is gonna be the end of it. It was just like right away, all I could think about was my brother, how he went out. I was like, That's this what motherfucker's came, that- a big corn fed white boy officer grabbed me by the fucking back, choke me, choke from behind, and lifted me off the ground. I was like, So he fucking threw my ass back down, but I was just like you When
0: know. when when you're when you're when you had that experience and your brother's experience comes back to haunt you at that moment and what you know some people might not ever say this is how my brother must have felt. How did it feel to you? Did that enrage you? Like, what did you feel? Oh,
2: fuck. Yeah, man. I was just like, if I could just be out of cuffs for once, man, I looked at that fucking cop, man. I was like, man, I hope one day I get the opportunity to stab this motherfucker. But none of that was happening, man. See, they They got you, man. They got your ass helpless, you know, powerless, bro.
0: And so when then when you thought about your brother, though. I mean, he didn't get the chance to have his feet put back down. No,
2: no, man. That was it. No. And I really thought for a couple minutes there, because we're already hearing about motherfuckers getting killed and fucking in the shoe. Right. Right. You know, these motherfuckers do whatever they want. And there. they just
0: plant evidence. on Yeah, them. man. They, yeah. they do whatever they want. It and They're in nobody. blind
2: spots where there are no cameras. There's nobody recording this. It's right. their word against yours. Right. And you were resisting and you were doing all sorts of shit. Even though they'll take the cuffs off you and say, yeah, we uncuffed him. He took a swing on it. That's the type of shit that was going down in there. So when they was holding me, I was like, this motherfucker's going to kill me right now. Yeah. You know? Just fucked up, so... And
0: there's, like, no... There's not a whole bunch of people out there that are super sympathetic to a guy in a the shoe. They're not gonna come out and riot and try to vote you into... All the- you wanna know something, man? You died, they're ain't just like- even gonna talk about it as
2: an inmate to another inmate, man. Because that'd be some complaining-ass shit, you know? That's right. That's, that's how You got there, shouldn't have signed up for it if that wasn't what you were ready for. That's right. Just save that shit, wipe your shit up, and let's keep it moving, you know? That's, that's right. kind of how it is. That's right. But... We're having a podcast today, and I'm looking back on it 20 years later. I'm going to tell you, man, this motherfuckers, I mean, that's not a good feeling, bro, being cuffed and beaten or cuffed and choked or any of that shit when you're cuffed up, bro. And there's nothing you can do. You know how vulnerable you are when your arms are behind you, man. Yeah. And a motherfucker starts fucking putting it on you, and they know it, and they know it, bro. And they enjoy it. What did fucking uh, What did fucking What's his name say? He goes, "Never be taken uh, hostage." Yeah, don't be taken hostage. Right. He could never ever be the one taking hostage because they can do it. That's that's how that feels, bro.
0: Right, and they know it. And they, and the and the cops know it and and and, and anybody who's ever been arrested. I mean, Nick, you don't have to be necessarily in that that situation's extreme, but if you've ever been arrested, like, and the cop just tells you, like, this is how it's going to go down, and I don't give a fuck what you say. This is why when you see these recordings and cams and like
2: and you see people c- cops starting to put the cuffs on motherfuckers. And they're like, wait a minute. You seen that? There was just that video. Yeah. That... yeah. That's not for no reason at all, man. That's because a lot of shit's happened, you know? Yeah. And maybe somebody caught some flashlight therapy that they
0: really didn't deserve know when they were it, cuffed up. And they're like, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? It, this is a good topic because we didn't even like my my sister-in-law was talking to me about this. Right. And so she's she was saying she saw in a video. There's a camera, and there was a, it was a black man in a car, mm-hmm. right? And his wife is right there, his girlfriend, whoever it is. A cop comes up, a white cop, right? Then he comes up, and he's like, license and registration. And his black dude was like, I'm not going to give you shit until you tell me what the charge is, right? Mm-hmm. And the officer says, I don't have to tell you what the charge is. I'll tell you what the charge is when you give me your license and registration. And this gets heated between the cop and this black driver mm-hmm. to the point and where his wife is even like, just give him the the registration in the car. I don't want to get in any trouble. And the black dude was not hearing it. He was like, no, you tell me. And they got back and forth. And the cop eventually breaks the guy's window, pulls his ass out of the car, and arrests him and charges him with whatever. My steps, uh, uh, my stepsister, right? Step, No, sister-in-law was saying to me, right, and she considers herself a liberal. This is what I'm trying to say about this country and where the liberals are at and where people's minds are at, right? Right. It's all about where you start in your assumptions. And she was saying, like, first she asked me, because I'm an attorney, like, do they have to tell you why they've stopped you? Do they have to give you the charges? And the truth is, is it varies by state by state. But constitutionally, you have a right to freedom of movement of your person. Mm -hmm. The cops really can't stop you unless they have probable cause or what they call reasonable suspicion for a Terry stop, which basically means a crime was just committed in an area right Mm -hmm. close by. And then they don't know. You kind of resemble. They don't have the time to go through everything. So they get to stop you. But it's only for a search and to ask you your name or whatever. And when they do the search. They gotta really search in a way that's for the actual particular event that they're looking up. So let's say there was a stabbing. Okay, they can stop you because you're in that area and you possibly could be whatever, and they can even frisk you. But when they frisk you, and there's dude, we spent like probably three months on this in constitutional law. They can't be going in your coin pocket. They can't. They cannot, and they gotta frisk you in a in a way, and they can't. This is what, and, I, and because I'm immature, every time the professor was talking about this, I would laugh. It's called digital manipulation. I was thinking about fingering and all this mm, other stuff. Right, like digital right. manipulation, I would laugh. But they can't rub the shit that's inside your pocket that's not the shape of a knife or the size of a knife. Mm. They can't rub a little crumb sack and be like, well, what's that, crack? Right, when they're investigating right, right, a right, knife right, thing. Right, 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 right. Okay, so that's kind of like the law. So when they stop you with whatever... They they have to have probable cause. Now, technically, in some states, they don't have to tell you they don't have to. In California, I believe they do, but they don't have to. But even then, the police departments usually instruct their officers like, just tell them because they already know people are they're upset. They're they've been stopped by a cop. Right. And and so this guy's asking and the cops refusing to tell him. You know what I mean? Like, right. what kind of dynamic does that set up when cop pulls you mm-hmm. over and you're like, well, what's the charge? And the cop's like, I'm not telling you until you right, give up right, your right, shit. Right, right, right,
2: right, He's already, yeah. And so
0: you, you don't know. And if you're a black dude, mm-hmm. right? And like, Let's say you're a rich white guy. Mm-hmm. You'd still be pissed. Right. And you'd be like, well, I want your badge number and I'm going nah, yeah, to fucking talk to my yeah. fucking attorney and, and whatever. And so, but as an African-American, dude, there's so much heinous shit has already gone down. Exactly, right? man. That when the cop's not going to tell you, mm-hmm. And he wants you to get cough up your identity and you might not have done anything wrong. You don't know what this is about. Yeah. All right. And then you, you have you almost have a good enough reason to be suspicious of what the cops up to. That's right. OK. And so as a professional. So like my, my sister in law, though, she was kind of like which I think is a common approach with like, yeah, but like. You should just cooperate and you should just comply because, you know, you're making a bigger thing out of it. And you do. And listen, there's there's a there's a little bit of sense to that up to a point. Mm -hmm. But what I was explaining to her was like, let me tell you something. All right. Generally speaking, it's my recommendation. Now, listen, this isn't legal advice. So you better go talk to a lawyer. But this is my this is my recommend. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm a complete gentleman throughout the entire process but I don't give any consent to anything. Okay. And I don't get mad at the cops in the sense of that cop right there. I don't say like, fuck you. I'm going to punch you. Yeah. But if they say, can I search your trunk? No, you can't. Can I see your license and registration? Tell me what the charge is first. I'll be happy to comply. Mm -hmm. Right. Very polite, but asserting my rights. Now the cops on the scene, they're going to violate your rights. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Listen
2: up, you guys,
0: just so you know, they're going to violate your rights. The time to fight the cops is later when, when the lawyer gets involved and says he didn't consent to the search. So therefore, whatever you found in a trunk, I don't care if it's, if it's the head of like 12 people <laughs> right. are in a trunk. Mm-hmm. When he said you had no reason to stop him, you mm-hmm. had no suspicion, no probable cause, nothing you could articulate, then you asked him and he said no, then you looked and there was heads in there. Fruit of the poisonous tree is what it's called. That all gets thrown out. Right. But but if you resist and you give him enough color to be like, well, he scared me. Now I was just frightened for my life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had to pull my gun out and shoot him or choke hold him. And right, that's how right, car, right, he got mm-hmm. broken. Right. So my recommendation is don't consent to anything, but be polite through the process so that the cops don't have any reason to say, well, he got out of hand. And, and you know, I've seen I've dealt with PCP people and you just got to shoot them. You don't right, know what's right. On. Right,
2: right, right, right.
0: So and but but my my sister-in-law was saying like, "Well, yeah, but then why didn't he do that?" And I said, "Listen, you want people to understand cops reality on the ground? You got to understand a lot of regular people's reality on the ground. Latinos and, and African Americans especially, but also a lot of poor whites and stuff too. yes yeah. Everybody's got to that de- like, it's a fearful thing. So you got to understand their realities on the ground. And I'll tell you something, I'm glad he didn't do it because you and I are having this conversation and now you understand your rights a little better. You keep doing this avoidance shit every time, you keep cooperating and complying and you keep taking the side of the authority because you watched cops by the way there's a whole podcast on how that show cops is corrupt and a lot of those cases are getting overturned and thrown out really yeah absolutely so people watch cops they're so crazy people are so numb some people got real numb nuts they watch cops and think that's how it really goes down but that was just a major pr fucking i can't i just can't
2: I can't stand those shows, man. I don't and I don't I don't even dig uh somebody I won't even have somebody watch those shows with me. Like that shit wasn't allowed in my house. Right. Kids couldn't we don't watch that shit, man. Like I don't get off watching motherfuckers go to jail. Right. That shit just it goes against everything. I'll, I'll admit, I'll
0: admit, I love the show for the fact of watching these crazy meth out people doing crazy shit, Me too. but I was never under the illusion that that, cause I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what they're showing on TV. Like the cops, like, sir, will you please just stand up and 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 well, I'm gonna read you your rights. Like, and you, and every time they put him in the car, they they put the hand on the head. And I know in real life mm-hmm. when the camera's not rolling, mm-hmm. ain't nothing like none, that. None of that
2: going down. And let me tell you something, and I'm sure a lot of listeners can uh, uh, can agree with this. That whole thing about we're pulling you over because there was a crime committed in the area, yeah, and you might fit the description, right. Bro, can I tell you how many times that's happened to me?
3: No shit.
2: No shit. More than 20 times. Easily. More than 20 times that was the alibi they used to pull all of us out of the car. Yeah. Me out of the car. Yeah. And it was a profiling thing. Right. It was a profiling thing, bro. Right. But they said, oh, you know, there was something and we're checking this. And they searched the car. They searched our person. Everything. We're held detained while they ran the names, the whole thing. And and I'm telling you more than twenty times, their excuse when I said, why'd you pull me over? Why why are you do because oh, there was a crime committed, uh, you know, eight blocks away, and uh, this car kind of matched the description. You kind of match the description, so you know, three guys and all that. Man, they use that shit over and over. So how do you? How are you able to buck on that?
0: You got it. You can't. Well, my point being is, you can't buck on that until you get into the into the judge system and you got a, a lawyer that understands those laws. So, you can't. You can't. You don't buck on that at the time. There's no bucking on it at the time. At the time, the cops are in charge. And they could be lying through their teeth, and they
3: are. Were you ever busted any, any of those 20 times? Yeah. Anything? Yeah. Possession.
2: So does he have a leg to stand uh, and on? And then fucking uh, uh, also uh, a warrant. But I don't know if, if, if well, when if you they do that, warrant, you warrant, it, you're going in.
0: Yeah, warrant but. doesn't even matter. You could step on an officer's shoe. And he could be like, "Hey, excuse me," and you and you tell him your name, and then he runs that. Right. And he can get you on a warrant right. for that. That's
3: nothing. But like possession. But definitely they got stopped me. Stopped him for a, a crime that's in the area, right? But they find him with something. Yeah, yeah, possession. Yeah. And then another he one would was have a, he would
0: have a leg to stand on, depending on what the crime was, and depending on the search they executed. Check this out. And whether or not they said, "Fine, go ahead and look." Culver if they city, said, Fine. they did that. They pulled me over for no reason. Kay. Right. Yeah.
2: And they pull us over, and then they start searching the fucking car. Now, I, I was being fucking kind of rude to the officer, I will admit. <laughs> yeah. But my girlfriend at the time was in the car with me, and her bag, her purse is in the back seat. Yeah. Julie. Yeah. And Julie. In her, and in her purse. Julie had huge breasts, dude, bro. Julie was, Whoa, she was penthouse pet. She was uh, double D. I forget. I think it was a 36 double D. She was penthouse pet of the year. Anyways. We got to get into that at some yeah, point in the show. So... She had a little, because she, she was an attractive woman. Right. right. So when she'd walk around and stuff, she had a little mace thing. I think I even got it for her, you, know? Yeah. And in her purse, they find, they go through her purse and they find this mace thing. And be, they fucking got me as an ex con with mace in the car and no. they charged me. And I went, yeah, man. Shit. Believe that shit? They arrested you can't me. Have mace? nope no when Not you're next con you can't us. have any weapons and they put and i go that's that was in her purse that's hers she's claiming it but it was in within my you know whatever the and fuck it wasn't it
0: wasn't a 20 pound can of mace never. no it was a little one of those little <laughs> fucking lipstick fucking spray it didn't have it didn't have lucky
2: written on the bottom of it and by the way let <laughs> me just say fuck Culver City Police. Right. They're real corrupt pieces of garbage anyways. Anyway, so, you know, man, you know, and they pulled me over. And the whole reason they said they pulled me over was because there was a uh, this 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 car matched the description of... Uh, hey, car. dude,
0: how many Bullshit. cars do you think match the description of Every the Every car? car I owned Right, the exactly. description <laughs> all over town. You know what? That's probably why Hollywood and all of them says make those cars cool to those guys, and then <laughs> all the guys buy them, and then that way they got a built-in excuse to pull you over. There you go. So, um, right. So now you can kind of understand the tensions around mm-hmm. sort of 1992. So Ventura and the cops... Even though Daryl Gates is like, well, that looks like you know, criminal assault. Wait, shh. can you hear that? Uh, I'm gonna be like, man, you could hear, you can could hear. We should put the other mic in there. You could, you can hear uh, Luciano Falls right now. <laughs> Luciano Falls. Uh, uh, so. Yeah, Steve just went to the restroom. The door's about one sixteenth open, and he we can hear.
3: He didn't even bother to close the door; just kind of closed behind. I
0: don't even know if he lifted the seat. He's just splattering everywhere. Whatever. Seat, he watches his hands. <laughs> anyway, um, nope. <laughs> so we didn't. We didn't even really get
2: to the rights yet.
0: No. Yeah. So what happens is, okay. So then the the cops are exonerated, right? And then yeah. they start collecting outside because they're pissed. So this is oh yeah, this is before OJ. So for all the white people that were like upset that the cops were cheering, right? This is the reverse. And now you have them gathering in L.A. pissed off at Parker Center.
3: Yeah, great travesty of justice. I feel that the jury in Simi Valley gave the okay to continue to abuse and oppress and suppress black people in this.
0: Now let me ask you a question. That guy says Simi Valley that's where they were at okay hold on a second Mm -hmm. right ventura county what is simi valley famous for gentlemen what is it known for simi valley i don't know that is where all lapd and sheriff officers live live and retire really yes absolutely in fact in the oj trial one of the detectives lived in simi valley and he took O.J.'s shoes home with him to Simi Valley before he entered them into evidence.
1: Yeah. So
0: think about this. Rodney King, black man, freeway, on ground, beat almost to death. Everyone knows it. Videotape. Everyone sees it. Daryl Gates makes that inappropriate comment. Everybody heard it.
2: And so Simi where, Valley.
0: Where do they hold the trial? Where do they make the decision? Victoria King. And close to Simi Valley where the cops retire. I think one of
2: um there's a I remember clearly that there was a brother that they interviewed, an African American, from Parker Center, and he says straight up, this just lit the fuse. Yeah. He says something to that effect. And man, I don't know if that was heard all over all over the place, but he kind of confirmed this just set the shit off right
0: now. Hey, you know what's crazy too is that. So while this, is, so 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 Parker Center, I don't know where that's at exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that's at? Off Grand Avenue. Okay, so it's that's downtown. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, downtown LA. Okay. So African-Americans starting to gather there. And first they just got like poster boards and shit with like shit written on it. It's called racism and, you -hmm. know, justice for the people and all this other kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And you get the cool thing about L.A. is, is that they have some reporters for the local news channel that are diehard, savage motherfuckers. And then this lady, I don't know. She's K.A.B.C. She starts. It seems like in the morning and she's rolling with her camera crew and she's got like a maroon jacket her hair just looks like aquanet frizzled out <laughs> you know and she's down there all day until the thing turns into a riot she's there the whole time so it's like daylight and right so now I mean, you're hearing but shit like I this
3: there's a white America woman by the way protesting crying, against it and it's not not right to be racist and that he shouldn't get away with it none of them should get away with that do you and your friends are you talking to people here do you guys think you're going to stay the night or what is the purpose of this we will we just want to come out and show our support for Rodney King his family that uh
0: so that's kind of like what you're hearing right like normal shit Mm -hmm. and then eventually it starts to get bigger and bigger and the next thing you know you start to see like cops show up
1: this is a tape from Parker Center, I'm just being told. This is a, a demonstration that was uh, was promised uh, after the verdict came in and, and, and materialized quite some time ago. This tape is from a few minutes ago, I can tell you. Yeah, right around, about
2: 1st so, and uh, Main Street uh, is I where, where Parker Center is at. Uh, I say stuff, I assume to be rocks, maybe dirt at the, uh,
0: at the front of Parker Center. So they're throwing rocks and dirt at Parker Center now.
2: Uh, there's a group of people that tried to burn an American flag. That was uh, probably mm. a half an hour ago. Mm. Um, I don't believe they were successful. This is Parker Center again. Now you see uh, this motorcycle is safe cops. A few minutes ago, right? Um, I am assuming this uh, demonstration is still going on in, in front of Parker. Now here you do see, obviously, a big police
0: police
3: presence. Go ahead, Sean. You got a question? I can feel it. No, I, I feel like it's probably not the right move to put cops there do you remember
0: so Sounds, this is so the stupid this is the other thing that well How guess fucking
3: stupid is that
0: well when yeah, the riots start kicking off yeah I would the, cops the cops cops re- re- way back oh well so way let's back. talk about that for a second
3: that's fucking this is stupid
0: so this is what happens so the cops are there and you're saying like well now it's inflaming them yeah okay but the problem is once the riots start get going the cops lose control and they retreat Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they leave and who do they leave mostly exposed to this fucking mob that's just going nuts
3: Korea town. that's right
0: have you seen the videos of the Korean oh, yeah of oh, yeah. course bro I, I remember watching them live but they
2: basically you know all these Korean storms they're they're left to fend for themselves and they the cops do. are actually told to not not go in those areas they're banned from going in those right. areas right they retreat Right?
0: they retreat get out of there right and so uh so, but the, the person, the reason why I'm bringing that, why I want to talk about the, the, the... You
2: know what, let, and let's be clear. Let's be clear. Go ahead. Yes, it was a lot of Koreans. There was also white business owners. Yeah. And, and black, African-American business owners left to fend for themselves, man.
0: Right. But the thing, the thing is, is, is that the, so like when you look at the, so let's talk about, um, what was her name? Harlan. Letitia Harlan. Was it Leticia Harlan? You guys remember? So during this period, right? This all this stuff the riots are going on. Now and they're setting fire. They first they try to burn the American flag. Before you know it, there's like seventy-five fires they're lighting. They're lighting fucking palm trees on fire. They're mm. lighting whatever on fire. And there's um and you
2: gotta got remember, listen, but when you say that whole fires thing, you gotta remember, man. Go ahead. There was over 200 separate fires. In the county of Los Angeles during the riots. Right. Over a 1,000 properties were burned. Right. Jesus. Ultimately. Over a 1,000 properties were burned. A billion Jeez. dollars in damage. A billion dollars Damn. in damage. And we're talking about 63 people died as a result of these riots, shooting, everything going on Wait, in that, that
3: three-day period. What was that like during that time where you... Was it just smoky out in all of our Oh life?
2: man, everything. Yeah, it was. It was like uh, it was like when there's the real bad fires, and the yeah. next day, like LA's got like this orange, dark, weird. Yeah. That's what it looked like, bro. And then where people kind
3: of freaked out to leave their houses. Or? What do you
2: mean people weren't? They had curfews fucking set up. There was the streets were like empty ghost town streets. And there were mobs of people running around. It was off the hook.
0: I heard somebody talking about it. He was like, yeah, we went out on our porch and it was dead quiet. It was dead quiet. It was like fucking, you know, uh, Walking Dead you know like it was it was gone like the zombie apocalypse and then he said all of a sudden you'd see one dude he was running with two gallons of milk in his hands down the street (laughs) and they were like what the fuck and then he saw another guy running and he had two giant cans of hominy corn that you put (laughs) in up for puzzle and before you know it that whole family that saw it they ran down to the grocery store and he was all bummed out because it was already picked clean and all he got was a couple of thing of chips and then he said (laughs) while they were grabbing some some stupid food and some people were telling him like that's dumb why would you risk your life for some chips and he was like this it was free he said he was running out and they had some hands and And then cops would show up and slap the shit out of your hand be like get out of (laughs) here but like that's kind of where it's at and i think that's where steve has that story is that that was the
2: first the first night the first day was the day the first day before when they were losing control yeah and they hadn't announced they hadn't made a public announcement that the cops weren't allowed in these areas you just kind of like saw it unfolding and you're like, there's no way that the cops can get a handle on everything. Right. right. And you're looking around. You're not every now and then you'd see a cop car speed by with the on, <laughs> but it wasn't stopping <laughs> for anything. You get right, what I'm saying? Right. right and uh, and yeah, and that was like the, the first night. I remember I was with Esteban. We were rolling around. Oh, that's
0: right. Strapped up. Strapped up. Because it was
2: it was like. Man, we 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 rolled up into a gas station, and and the gas station was mayhem. It was like at La Brea and Beverly, <laughs> or La Brea and Third. We pull up to a gas station, and the gas station got overtaken while we were there at the gas what? station. <laughs> the running up in the gas station, just taking everything they want. Yeah, shit. And we were we we're strapped too, man. The thing that's fucked up is they didn't we have like, anybody it? come up on this car
0: we were like, they're getting it. I'm we getting bucked down. And we just started you know, going around doing our thing. And that's fucked up because in the gas stations back then, they didn't have any good protein bars. Those expensive good. <laughs> Man, if they had Quest, they got Quest bars and all that shit now, yeah. I would have ran in with a I, fucking duffel bag. I remember we're at the gas station. We pull up
2: <laughs> to get gas, right? Yeah. And as goes in and pays for the gas, and I'm at the pump, we're filling up. And just as we're finishing filling up, like, all these cars start converging on the gas station. And and then we sit in the car <laughs> for a second. We're like, now the gas station's packed with all these cars black mexican everybody's in there and the gas station gets real filled up inside with people and the next thing you know i see like the whole cigarette thing coming down <laughs> over the guy's head and people just start grabbing six packs. and and, yeah. and the doors flew open i think one of the doors flew off Damn. And, and and we just drove off and the place was just getting looted to <laughs> shit bro. right we're laughing
3: right so
0: um so like that's going on and then was that also the time where somebody figured out to get down to the mall, and and they were they were taking stuff like like? Hey. Oh, no,
2: that was at that was at a uh, uh, Sam Goodies or Circuit City, forget which one it was, right there at um, it was right at fucking LeBray and Sunset. Yeah, and motherfuckers were like they had on TV. There was a motherfucker pushing a widescreen up the street. Yeah, um, and they're just <laughs> getting looting. Fucking, I forget if it's a, a Circuit City. It might have been Circuit City and uh this is a few hours later and i'm over there and pull up and and there's these two white dudes and they're loading up their truck and these dudes are like the one dude's standing by the truck while the other dude's going in he's getting speakers getting fucking good shit pioneer and sam like yeah. good shit he's got by, a couple of nice tvs and they're loading that shit up bro and i'm just kind of parked a little bit away from them like about 50 feet watching them do this right and I'm like man dude I'm gonna let these guys fill this truck up they're almost done and so when they get like the last of the shit and they're trying to figure out how to like tie it down just pulled up right next to them drew down just start unloading all their shit put in our car all the good shit and they were like no what? I can't
0: up. I can't tell which is better I can't tell which will be better like actually getting the loot or seen the look on the guy's face because oh, he, he must have went out, from like bro, Christmas okay? to a they funeral. Thought they had
2: it, you know. Left them with a couple speakers, but we took oh, all the good nice. shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, just you told just ta- back
2: up, we're taking all this shit. <laughs> Let them do all the work.
0: You know what? That's like that's like when you watch those nature videos and you watch like wolves <laughs> or something like that work like all day and they take down an elk. Right. and then all of a sudden like a grizzly bear just sits back and watches them and they finally get the elk down and they're all taking a beast, and then the grizzly bear just yeah. shows up <laughs> and, and just like, strolls like right. hey what's and up like, get I'm lost hey, sorry yeah, sometimes it happens like this
2: <laughs> yeah it was kind of like that okay
0: so so you go back to, the, to the, the so the Koreans right they had this part of the city which was right next to what's going on and the riots are going through and it's ripping everything now the thing about the, the Koreans and you've seen the videos and it's crazy I watch these videos and you see and it's not just dudes it's also old ladies and they're walking around with gats
3: yeah yeah and oh, they're not, yeah. And, sniper rifles and shit yeah.
0: and they're and they're like shooting between cars
3: oh yeah well and- we
0: drove by
2: we drove by there's a really big korean swap meet and it's on olympic by hoover it's either vermont hoover it's an Olympic. It's it's a one big one. And yeah. it's a big giant swap. Me used to be like a, a fucking rolling, a roller skating rink or something, yeah. right? Yeah. It's big. And I'd been in there a number of times shopping. A yeah. number of times to get shit. Big I remember us driving by. Yeah. And when we drove by, yeah. we had already seen the Koreans up on the roof with <laughs> yeah. sniper guns. And I think they covered that in part of the news, they cover that one. But that's different than I mean, I saw the Korean cats out there with guns up right. on their shit, protecting right. their right. shit in person. Right. But I remember seeing video. Yes. Like news video. Yes. Of dudes like shooting it out. Like the screen yeah, just yeah, walking yeah. around dumping right. like six crazy. hours and shit.
0: And what's funny about it is, is they look like the Korean store owner kind of person. Right. Absolutely. Like, like when you're watching a movie. And you're watching like, you know, Hard Boiled or like, you know, whatever, Beef Chow Young Fat, whoever those guys are, they look cool. They got fucking suits on and they're fucking... You know, thin and they're fucking holding the gun sideways yeah, yeah, and they yeah. got all this cool shit. In the real world, the Korean dude or whoever it is, he's
2: got like a, a dirty apron on. Yeah. And his <laughs> pants are like way high. Yeah, yeah. They're like way up by his nipples.
0: And he's got like that baseball cap with the real flat bill. Yeah. 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 And that guy's got a gun. Right. And he doesn't even have a changed expression look on his face. Exactly. Right. He's just like shooting between boom, stuff. Boom, right. And he's yeah. pointing at other guys. And what's crazy is cause a lot of these people come from uh the if they're from immigrants from South Korea or north I don't know about North Korea but South Korea at least then they've probably already had some military training and not only military training you got to remember man, these are these people come from Korea man Like they ain't really giving a fuck, you know what
2: I'm saying? Not only that, Like, you saw that come out in them. You dude, the kind of protect their shit, exactly. And ask questions later, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to cover up their face or anything. They weren't. They were just like out their gun and like they were the police.
0: They weren't even leaning. Yeah, they were like standing straight up and just shoot. And the thing is, is it's absolutely right. And then you got to think back. Okay, wait a second. I got the kind of balls to leave my country and come to America to fucking exactly, try to. Exactly, bro. Right? Them motherfuckers ain't giving their shit up like that. Right, no. Right. And then, I'm, and then I finally, the only place I can get a toe, I tried Beverly Hills. I tried Santa Ana. I tried all day and somehow I could never get the business that I needed to get off the ground. The only place that I could find an opening was in South Central. Right? Like to still open up a liquor store. And you know what? I'm so fucking hardcore. Not only do I come from another country, but I'm going to open up my business in South Central.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's the
0: kind of guy that's going to walk between cars and shoot up motherfuckers and be like, get that shit
2: right. Look at the psychology about it. You know what, man? When I was doing some of my homework uh, on this show and stuff, you know what's interesting is I caught some audio. When they're talking about, I guess, the chief of police for Beverly Hills. Yeah. And they're talking about how there was a little bit of an uprise on the borderline (laughs) of, like, West Hollywood, right? Yeah. And how they had a whole bunch of other agencies on hold and how they were going to (laughs) work this out. How... Uh, our, our border. He kept on saying our border. is not going to be compromised. You right.
0: Know? And like, I don't,
2: it was just interesting because this was full audio on the news. They're talking with this Beverly Hills captain or chief. And it's interesting because it's like the rest of Los Angeles, they can fend for themselves. Yeah, they go for our border. Yeah. And he kept on saying the word border. Yeah.
0: So it is like nothing happened in Beverly Hills. No, no. And not only that, not only that, but believe. And cause they, these cops, the sheriffs, the cops and in the different cities, they play these, these border games all the time. Ex-
2: yes, they do. They
0: will try to push a dead body that's in their thing that they don't want to have an open murder on there It's because they're trying to juke the stats. Mm-hmm. They'll fucking figure out a way to push it over on, on the cross the line and mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, that's on your side of the fucking yeah. line. Sorry. That's, you got you. That's, owned, that's yeah. it. And the thing is, also, if you're the Beverly Hills cop p- police chief. And you don't want to, like, give all your resources out. And you want to, re- like, you don't want you got to have them tied up with something. You got to be like, whoa, they're handling some shit. We got to maintain this border. We got to do that because you don't want LAPD be like, hey, man, can you send down some of your guys? And Beverly Hills is like, mm, no, not really. We're going to make sure that we're sealed off. We're not opening up any. We don't need that shit over here. So, but the, the thing about the Koreans is important because there was a woman, um, Named Latasha Harlins, 15 years old yeah, That
2: was the girl that was shot by the Korean store owner, correct?
0: Yeah, female Korean. And that happened, yeah, right Female Korean, right And that happened what? Right, not long before or during the trials? No, I think it was like, uh, like 1991, I want to say That? Yeah, here, I'll tell you right now Uh, She was remember that because the Koreans are down in this area, and Latasha Harlan's the Korean store owner lady accused her of stealing orange juice. Right, orange juice shot and killed her. Orange juice, and the way the story goes down is is that um, she she says I'm gonna pay. She opened up her purse, and the Korean lady tried to grab the purse the Korean store owner and Latasha 15 punches her right in the face or something like ah, that. Mm-hmm. And they go back and then the Latasha decides like, all oh, right, I don't need any of this. So she turns around to walk out and the Korean lady shot, grabbed a gun and shot her in the back, ah. back of the head, maybe and killed her. Damn. And that's, and that's how that, that's how that went down. So that's also brewing yep. amongst all this stuff that you see. Um, uh, yeah. in it it was crazy, and they, and, uh, they only found the lady. Uh, the her name was Do the the Korean Do, Korean store owner's name was Do, guilty of voluntary manslaughter,
1: mm.
0: and uh, but she got the recommended maximum sentence for manslaughter, and it was sixteen years. Damn. Yeah. However, the trial judge did not accept the jury sentencing recommendation. Instead, gave Doo five years and 400 hours of community service, and a $500 fine. Mm. So that wow. also set sure everything yeah. in, in motion for then the 92 riots. Yep. Uh and I feel like we haven't even barely
3: scraped the surface right? of
0: this thing. We've talked a lot, but I think we got to kind of end the show. Steve, do you have any further notes that you want to add? Look, it was $1 billion in damage. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to bring uh, everyone's God. attention to the fact that this was about police brutality in 1992. And we're still dealing- we're still talking about it. Black man. Lives Matter. Right. We still have the same problem.
3: Right. It Absolutely. hasn't changed.
2: And if anything, it's growing. Right. I mean, look how many cops are now being caught on the body cam shooting innocent oh, people. Fucking crazy. And doing weird other shit. And doing a bunch of just sideways shit. <laughs> and they got the cameras on them. That goes to show you. And you want to know something? Uh, okay, so usually- when a city or they've gone into a state of emergency and they lost control, who gets called in? The oh National that's Guards, right? right? The National, National Guard, Guard. right. Yeah. That's the right. I National forgot about Guards, that. this was way too big. Yes. For the National Guard. That's even. right.
0: Really? Do yes. You know who they had to call? I I do, but I won't say.
2: Marines. They, they deployed the United States Marines. The fucking Holy feds. Shit.
0: The Marines, had to, come the Marines had to come in and restore order. Good yeah, bro. Imagine that. Imagine, Sean. Where Where do you kind of? What's the area you live in in L.A.?
3: Pico Robertson.
0: Imagine Pico Robertson. Fucking Marine Corps tanks and armed servicemen yeah. marching in formation coming down your street. Oh,
3: that'd be crazy.
0: With a curfew, like, too.
3: Yeah. Humvees and shit.
0: Yeah, coming oh. in, to re- just the side of it alone would be, <clears throat> would be ready too. to cool your fucking jets.
3: Yep. That'd be crazy. Yeah. imagine that? That was crazy, man.
0: It took them like five days to restore it. Yeah, yeah. And they did. So when people are talking about, like, small government and state government and, like, let's try to do it that way and we don't need the feds and all this other shit, they don't say that when African-Americans are pissed and they need to re-oppress them. Like, they need to get them back in the box. Those conservatives don't ever say that shit. Then they're like, you know what? Bring in the federal government. Bring in the U.S. Marine Corps. Police states and stuff like that? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, Republicans. Like, if you talk about, like, a lot of people, they're like... Well, we need limited government, and you know who knows how to handle issues better? The local, the local authority. We don't want the federal government controlling everything. States' rights. That's what they're always talking about, Mm -hmm. states' rights. But in the cases where you have Latinos and African Americans who finally have finally had enough and they've decided, you know what, we're gonna rip this fucking city apart rampage style. Right. And I don't give a shit about your credit card machine. I'm just gonna grab cigarettes off the fucking shelf. And what are you gonna do about it? And then they turn to the local authorities, which is LAPD, and say, Hey, do something, and LAPD retreats and they're like, Well, we can't do anything. And then they go, Hey, Beverly Hills, and Beverly Hills is like, Well, we're cool. You could just stay over there, we ain't sending anybody (laughs) over. All right. And then they call in the state authority, which is the national government, like, hey, you know, state troops, can you please come right. in? And they can't settle it. These same motherfuckers will be like, all right, fine. Bring in the Fed. Let's get this fucking problem back in the in the box. Bring in the federal government soldiers, the Marine Corps, to come in and put all this shit that we Pieces broke. back into place. We broke it, but they got to come and clean it up. And those people during that time, they are silent about how terrible it is to have a federal government. Yeah. So that's that's the final point I wanted to make on that.
2: Yeah, crazy man. That
0: is crazy.
2: Crazy. It was a horrible, horrible event. And uh, like I said, you know, thousands of people injured, uh, thousands of properties burned, and sixty-three lives lost during those riots.
0: And but what I want, I, I want to, what I want to point out though is that it is it is it is evidence that there's a problem i'm not into pointing out the riots and saying like it shouldn't have happened i'm not i'm not into that i kind of it's better than what goes on today today people like they like take one day to march downtown they get together and they're like hey we don't like this for one day but nothing gets broken not a single thing gets caught on fire not the single thing gets broken it's because of this there are a lot of changes that happen inside and, the
2: LAPD. And as horrible as it was bro I, I i agree with you man and and i don't think it's the last and uh, you know it, it takes a revolution sometimes some shit's got to get busted yeah, up for some shit to change
3: that's yeah. exactly i believe that i agree yeah. with you
0: all right well that's, i'm cool with that where are you at sean i'm good man all right
2: that was awesome listen la riots This was an exclusive for the Hard Luck Show. Thanks for joining us today, (sighs) and we're out of here. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos.